Welcome back to Chunky Glasses, the podcast, everybody. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you are a regular listener, if you are a new listener, uh, it's a podcast about music where we review albums and whatnot, and sometimes, like today, uh, we go on little feature excursions. Uh, one thing I can assure you about this podcast, though, is that the color of the dress will always, always be shut the fuck up. Um... This is episode number 105. Uh, so far this year, we have, except for, I think we talked with Steve from Stranger in the Alps, though, we've stuck pretty much to our album review format. I uh, haven't gotten too many interviews. And, and in fact, this one uh, that we're going to be putting in your ears today, uh, we actually taped back in 2014. Took a little while to put together. Uh, open mic nights have been a staple of uh, culture, music scenes. Uh, everything, uh, really, uh, for as long as I think music has been around in the popular sphere, or maybe even unpopular, as a lot of these uh, musicians have found out. But um, so last year we decided we wanted to talk about this, and we put together a little panel. Uh, that panel included our own uh, Adam Dawson, uh, one Derek Avery from the uh, other side of the river, if you will. We're in D.C., but uh, from uh, of iota fame and whatnot and uh james main who's the assistant booker at gypsy sally's also uh, a lot of experience with iota in fact uh this is as sort of an edited down podcast we might have the directors cut out at some point um but there were a lot of stories that were very uh, iota specific which are, are really good stories but for the purposes of this podcast uh sort of dial those back but uh, hearing the three of those guys uh, all talk about this venue that uh, if you're in D.C., uh, you know and love uh, was sort of fantastic. So maybe we'll even have them back and, and just talk about IOTA stories. But today, um, what we're putting out is them talking about open mic nights, why they're important, uh, their experience with them and whatnot. It is uh, it's a little long one, 90 minutes or so, uh, but it's worth it. pays off. Uh, you know, give you a sense of, of the scene here in D.C. and over in Clarendon and Arlington and whatnot, and uh, and sort of what you can do uh, if you are interested in attending an open mic night, if you are interested in running an open mic night. I think you might get some uh, good information here from Derek Avery and James Main. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to turn you over to them. Uh, this is episode number 105 of Chunky Glass of the Podcast, uh, and we're talking about it open mics. here. And it finishes here. Two men enter. One man. Nearly a two-word review. Just a shit sandwich. That right there is a lot of applause. So if you guys okay. want to get started, uh, Adam, yeah. thank you for putting this together. Like we, uh, 
This, yeah, it was it was a job. <laughs> it was a job, but but we it took but, like six months. Yeah, that's yeah, all. but but we did it. Yeah. Uh, joining uh, you and I in the basement today are uh, Derek Avery. You've been down here before. Yep, you know this. Uh, befriended the cats. Yes. Hopefully they'll be down. Yay. Uh James Maine. Who uh, you are the now Booker? I'm the assistant assistant Booker, Gypsy Sally's. But you have a good bit of experience with uh, what we're going to talk about today, which is yes. sort of, yes. uh, I think, would everybody agree here, a rite of passage yeah, absolutely. with uh, being a musician, and we're talking about the, the open mic nights? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely playing an open mic is definitely a rite of passage, yeah. I think, for any musician. And you the, know, the, uh, the, I wanted to, we're not talking specifically about the IOTA open mic, but... Well, right. you guys the, have a lot of experience. The point is, the, point is point. the IOTA open mic, the, the open mic at IOTA has, has been there for about, like, basically since IOTA opened in, I think, like, 1994. So it's been there yeah. for about 20 years. And yeah. and um, for a long period of time, it, it was one of the most crowded and sort of sought-after open mics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, guys would show up. At, and because there wasn't a way to do it in advance, it was kind of a first come first serve thing. And guys would show up at like, you know, three thirty, uh, waiting for the place to open mm-hmm. so they could run in and get their names on the list, you know. And uh, yep, I just yeah. I wanted I wanted to talk about like the nuts and bolts of dealing with that, you know, um, of, of of running an open mic, of of kind of managing everything, of of dealing with the expectations of people. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I thought that would make an, an interesting podcast. So, 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 so let's start there, guys. I don't know, sure. Either one of you guys want to like uh, sort of speak to that. What, what does it take to run an open? Uh, mic? I mean, first and foremost, I think as a host, keep your expectations low. Well, <laughs> so, well I mean, for wow. every great artist that comes through in an open mic, there's some. We we, that's, we just started this podcast and already we're all jaded. <laughs> yeah, um, but what's the okay? What would you say? That, what would well, you wait, say? wait till we get into the stories. Yeah, so, yeah. So we're gonna, what, what would you say? I've played Iona. Yeah, like right. the open mic. Right. So, what would what would you say the the uh, you know percentages? Because like I'm uh, off the top of my head, guys, I'm thinking of who uh, who I've seen at Iota or or doing open mic at Iota who've, who've I can think of like Andy Andy Zip. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was one of the few guys who just sort of made my head explode a little bit, um, and and who else? You I know? mean, the, I mean, there's we at, at IOTA we definitely had some great acts come through. Yeah, there's a, there's a huge list that would it would take it would take a yeah. a, 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 a good couple a couple of minutes. But for me. every one guy, for every one guy who gets up there and really blows your mind, there's like thirty or forty. You know, guys, know guys from Gaithersburg. I don't know who, if it's that much. Who don't don't <laughs> don't have choruses. You know, well, and, uh, <laughs> that's that's always like I've been I've been a part of the open mic scene um, in in at least in the in the DC area since I was uh, 15, 14, 15. Right. Um, been, been playing open mics for you know however long that is fourteen years, fifteen years, mm-hmm. something like that. A while. Uh, I've I've seen more more shit than than you know <laughs> than not but right. at the same time the, the 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 ones that 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 blow you away they they kind of make the shit worth it right yeah um, like lauren lauren cav that's she, right. she, she showed, yeah that's, lauren I lauren mean, showed up at the i know uh, her from the iota open yeah right. like lauren I mean, lauren cav andy zip those are two people that yeah, are just justin kind of like, jones mm-hmm. justin jones mm-hmm. right laura segaris taylor yeah. carson yeah. right you know these are all those are all people i saw at the iota open mic when right. they first started playing around town so, right. so let's go like with personal experience Derek. like when you're looking at this you're you're, you're just 
you know, maybe learning to play guitar, you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, I want to play songs in front of when you look at an open mic, is that like a daunting thing, or is, it, or is this a golden shining opportunity? Uh, it 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 can be both. I yeah. mean, when I when I when I was first starting out, it was it was just an experience thing. Mm-hmm. Like I I I had never really played in front of people that weren't my friends or family. So you know that's that's the 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 best experience you're going to get playing in front of strangers is going yeah. to an yeah. open mic. I think that, that's don't book a show. The expectations are are you know there's way too much pressure and you're just going to constantly get let down. I mean mm-hmm. unless you build up an audience, but how are you going to do that unless you play out? If it's right. your first time, go to an open mic. Like it's it's perfect. I mean even established musicians still come in to open mics and they'll try out new material. Yeah. Like comedians yeah. doing an Yeah, like night. comedians yeah. would do in like a comedy club, like right. working out their set, you know, right. like they've got some new songs. I'll whatever. totally do that. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll road test, you know, a, a, a whole record. Like if, if, if no one's heard it, I'll go to an open mic and just play it for strangers. I'll go to an open mic that no one knows who I am and play my, right. my old right. stuff that everyone's sick of here right. just to see if it's still good. Somebody <laughs> still likes it. Yeah. Am I relevant? I don't know. <laughs> Right. Does anybody give a shit? Let's find out. No, no. Yeah. The answer is no. <laughs> the answer to the answer is almost inevitably no. no. No one cares enough except you. I mean, right. you know, the IOTA open mic, though. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but back when you know when it was in its heyday, right? Like I think a lot of people, not that they were intimidated by it, but they're like, all right, this is IOTA. Yeah. This is like mm-hmm. the the big guns of the open mic right i need to have my shit together i mean it's it's still like that though so many so many here's the thing like when when people i've 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 been i'm younger than everyone in this room Mm -hmm. um don't rub it in no shit i'm just saying um (laughs) i i i'm i'm of a different generation um so i when i when i came onto the scene you guys had been here before you guys had been here long before I, mm-hmm. I was and um you know even though i grew up in the area i just knew you didn't know me and i didn't know you now i do and have for years but before that you know it was all like i didn't know anyone and i started going to the iota open mic and it was it was absolutely very competitive um yeah. very professional uh there was a stigma attached competitive to it. like oh extremely competitive yeah. like if 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 you if you walked in there and you didn't have your shit together you, no one would walk up to you and say you sucked, but you felt like everyone in the room knew. Nobody would talk to you. Yeah. Well, no, like, like everyone wow. it was, that was the thing that I loved about it is like everyone was so supportive. The musicians were, were really easy to work with. No one, if they had an attitude, they got weeded out real fucking quick. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you know, no, if you had, if you had an ego, you got, you got knocked down and, and, you know, there, there are times where I kind of overstepped my bounds and said things on stage and, and did things <laughs> that I shouldn't have done. And, whatever that is one quality thing about the iota open mic and there there aren't a lot of and i guess it's the same with a lot of open mics there aren't a lot of hecklers you know because everyone is in the same boat everyone is sort of like everyone is sort of like oh man i hope i don't so i mean i don't think i've ever i mean maybe i shouldn't say ever but i i can't really recall any time there was like a series like you get in a comedy club or whatever right yeah heckler oh no heckler. i think the, the minute especially at iota if, if they'll one, get shut down oh my yeah. god one person shouts boo or get off the stage we kick them out yeah that's yeah. just you can't you, th- you, that. you think that's like germane to just iota or is that no no no, no that's, that's most that's places gets into like because you you run one now at uh yes and so i i, so, I do i run an open mic at, at, at who, uh, buffalo wing university who have you guys Fairfax. seen come nice. Like what? What kind of? I mean, I want, I want to steer back to like yeah, who yeah. plays these things, but who, who comes to these things? Well, it's this open mic is new. Um, we started it in July on on a Monday, um, and we did that for about a, a month or two, and then uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't building up uh, as quickly as I had hoped. We we'd had a few regulars come out every mm-hmm. week uh, consistently, and then uh, I think once football started, 
um, we decided to change oh, dates. Yeah, you yeah. Know, good call there. Yeah, especially at Buffalo Wing University. Yeah. Especially yeah. Buffalo yes. Wing University. I mean, you, you know, can't. There's a, not. There's yeah. not one. Three hundred and sixty degrees. There's not one degree that doesn't have a television in front of it. Oh, absolutely. At yeah. At the open mic, the, the 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 I set up my own PA for that, and the the main speaker on the side of the room that we set it up is sits underneath two television sets. Right. And so, like, do they turn them off from mm-hmm. the open mic? I mean, or? they're on; you can't hear them. But they hit mute. That's the concession that they make, yeah. right? But they, but, but everyone's still, still watching NASCAR yeah. while you're while you're you doing know. your. Or, or, that's or, what yeah. I think so, is great so, about so Iota too. Yeah, no TVs. no TVs. That's it. But so what we're talking yeah. about is people coming out to mm-hmm. see like untested music, like somebody they've never heard of in way less than ideal conditions, right? Yeah. So over the years, like, do you see more like music fans coming out? Just general music fans? Do you see fans? I mean, I've said it before. Uh, Iota is this really weird, like rom com rock documentary like thing where yeah. the, a nexus of something that I, I can't play, quite put my finger on it. I feel like Iota exists in a parallel universe. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, it, it, it does. Because I've talked about this with Ryan, and yeah. it, and it is. It's a very like. If you watch, uh, best analog I can think is like Empire Records. Yeah. Like, and, you know, something like that. And it's just like, it's fucking Iota. I don't, you know. But so, specifically in Iota, is that you're bringing in, Iota has its own scene, like the club. They do. The weird thing, the weird thing, here's the weird thing about Iota is that Iota is, is, it's kind of like a soap opera that's been going on. For, and I don't mean soap opera in like a shitty way, but in the sense that no, seriously, <laughs> no, in, in the sense I, that there's like a there's there's a, there's a constant like there's there's a cast of characters and it revolves. That's, 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 that's why that's exactly it's like, cast it's of like okay because right. for a while there back in the day it was like it was like Justin Jones and Tom Natow and Rose right. and and Vanderveer and all those guys that was like the, the and, uh, yeah and was that, that was like the iota thing for yeah, a while yeah. what and was now that called? Uh, not State of the Union it was the uh, Federal Reserve Federal Reserve every yeah. One Monday like a month, second Monday, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, and First uh, uh, yeah. these United States and all those right, guys, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. you know, and that was that was the thing for about three years, and now it's this whole different crew, but it's mm-hmm. essentially the same thing. Like, right. like well, the sort of cream of the local well, stuff does, rises I mean, to the top, it, and everyone wants to go see them. That, that kind of gets know? back to my original point um, uh, when, when we started, where, where you were you were talking about uh, like the the the. Um, what is it the 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 way that the scene sort of has been changing over the years and how like back in back in the heyday use the word heyday right. yeah um and and I disagree with that there are multiple strongly. heydays it, there, yeah. you know there, is, at, there is no heyday. Point. Yeah. it's yeah. just it's a very... constantly evolving scene yeah, yeah. like you know the people the people and this this was the point I was making I came into the scene way after you guys were in the scene so everything everything you already know was established and I have no memory of it and then my memory starts like 2008 okay um, right. so 2008 to now. You know, that's that's six years of I like I've seen a huge like every three years there's yeah. like a different crop of like folks. biggest band in the when area. We fir- when or, we like, first took it over or, yeah, 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 yeah. there was a whole group of musicians like Adrian Kradowski right. and a, a, uh Renee Moffat. Renee Moffat. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they were they were coming out every week and playing original tunes. Um and they were all, they were great. Yeah. And then they they sort of moved on. I mean, Renee's now in Dallas and he's mm-hmm. touring and playing. Yeah. Adrian's down in Nashville. He's touring and playing. Mm-hmm. Or like from my my whole thing, like like Vandeveer, they're huge in France apparently, and yes. like yeah, they are. Nato, Nato plays for fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, you know Justin's got the Dead Man going and like the you know, but yeah, that's the point. It's like Iota is this thing where if you stick your head in 
about once every three years it's you'll a, yeah. have you'll it have does. an idea as to what's going on I, you I know? think I think we should we should forever change the the like the name of iota's open mic we should no longer call it the iota open mic we should just call it the smelting pot yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. it's it's a melting no, it's a pot idea. but it but it makes gold so yeah, yeah so when you like when you, you were working at james like did you not feel pressure but did you ever be like you know like your cast of characters who's going to be playing like was it was it? I mean, there was always a good core like hold, of, hold hold a space for Justin, hold a space oh, for. Oh, I mean, Adrian, we. Right? I mean, sometimes you know, certain people, you know, would be could call and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, nobody really abused that privilege." Like sure. it was always like, oh, "I'm I'm stuck in fucking traffic. Can you? Is there any way you can put right. me on the list? I don't care what spot I am. Right? It's like, like cool, nobody, you play last. Whatever. Yeah, nobody really yeah. Ab- abused that. Like yeah, everybody. I did. Well, did you close out our open mic every Wednesday for years? Yeah, yeah. I would say probably. Like we stopped five years. Yeah. <laughs> we did it for five, so I would say at least yeah. four. You know, at least four. Right, right. Well, I, well, when I when I first started playing that open mic, it was Mike Maloney hosting. Right, so right, and I he was, was there. I was there the whole five stretch. years. Yeah, it's really bizarre watching the whole thing because you know, again, I was I was I was washing dishes at Iota when I was like a twenty nothing mm-hmm. at eight when in nineteen ninety. When it when it opened, I think I started working there in like 1994, 1995 or nineteen ninety six. And but okay, here's no here's another thing. I like I want to I want to ask if this has ever happened to you because I remember like um, my my perspective was just being the sort of like young kind of pimple faced dishwasher back in the day. But I remember there was this one guy who came in and he sang this song, and everyone was kind of like, hey. All right, yeah, that wasn't bad. Okay, and he came back the next week, and again, everybody was like, "All right, yeah." And he kind of got this tepid, like lukewarm, not great response, but this kind of luke. But after, right. I remember, like after, um, maybe four weeks of that, Hagedorn was kind of like, "Man, we're having a fucking problem with this guy because this guy who got the tepid response, it kind of started to go to his head, and he was like, he started wanting like free drinks." And um and like and no and like dinner because no because he thought that he was like the guy now you right. know because four four weeks in a row of like sure that I mean, I, I've never experienced something <laughs> like that like anybody looking for free drinks or, yeah, yeah I mean that, once ever, in a while you, you I mean you do run into people who may think that they are better than they are right but I, I never had yeah, anybody so I can like, I can recall one instance at at that open mic specifically um, where we had. Uh, you were there. There was a there was a band um, that had that had shown up to play. I forget what they were called. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, they were just you know they were a band. It was like it was like four dudes that just right. played together, and they they showed up and they they didn't they didn't know what to expect. Um, I feel like they they came out the week before and like it was crowded and they was couldn't, the couldn't get on the list. Somebody yes. tried to fight Todd. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting there. Fucking just want to make sure we're on the same alert. No, no, but that's another thing. Like, hey man, we were supposed to go up next. Right. Because like as 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 the the open mic gets more and more, you know, deservedly or not, kind of prestigious, right? Like like people start really sweating their their sweat set time and when right. they're going to go yeah. on and they're like, "Am I going to get on?" Fuck, all my friends from work came. Right. You know, and it starts to become like a really big deal. I'm sorry, well, I didn't mean to oh, no, continue. No, 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 and and no, that's no. something I'm actually sort of interested in like the th- so the type of people that come in, like I said, I I've, I've spent some time in a mics I played Iota. Uh, we walked up on stage with like five people and we're like, "Where's we need eight more delay pedals. Come on, man." Right. <laughs> but and we were dicks. <laughs> we were sure. uh playing songs about my dead cat. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it was fine. But like, when you have people that really 
uh, and we were taking it seriously, but like you have people that get up there and really it is a, is a very serious thing. Do you see that as like more those type of people and those people like Derek, if you get up there, you're, you're road testing something like you're, Mm -hmm. you're established that you're, you know, this is going to do that. There's that outlet. There are people, uh, you know, like me, they get up there and really reaching to be uh, a uh, professional musician sure. and get up there. I mean, how, how often do you, how much like 50, 60 percent, 70 percent, 80 percent of the people that you see come up on the stage? Wow. Uh, that's that's it's tough. I mean, it, it, it depends on on what 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 each individual is going for and, right. and what they're used to. Um, I mean, I feel like. If if I'm if I'm gonna um, like get up there and and I'm I'm obviously I'm gonna be professional, mm-hmm. but if I if like you know years ago when I when I wasn't uh, I, I think I still sort of had uh, an, an inherent uh, sense of how to not be a dick or yeah. how or how to how to be professional or how to be perceived as someone who like wants to be taken seriously, um, but but I, I I never I don't I don't think I've I've ever actually uh, been in that situation I, I don't I don't really know what do you got. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, so, so like in, like, uh, I was in a band uh, and I put this in quotes in a podcast in, in Roanoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, uh, open mic at this place called the full moon cafe. It's on the center in the mm-hmm. square. Uh, name of the band was morning wood because of the chuckle. <laughs> um, and we get me laugh. Yeah. I mean, right band. <laughs> yeah. How, wait, wait, wait. How was it spelled? Exactly how it should be. Not morning. Cause that that would be that'd be emo, but you know, and like M O U R. No, it was it was. I'm saying, I'm saying, Eric if said, it's morning wood. Like, if it's if it's morning wood, it was like, no, that's, it, that's it, a it was great it was like, uh, yeah, it was straight up cocaine. Like oh, we're at this beautiful funeral. Emo. I'm so turned um, on. And you yes. know, we we get up and play like Floyd and and Wonderwall and stuff, and it, and you know have things like our drummer like. But drummer again in quotes pass out in the middle of a set, mm-hmm. but have this whole uh, what I remember most vividly about it is this whole like group of people there, mm-hmm. and that you had there were some musicians and other bands coming in and doing this stuff, yeah. But you had people who that this was what you latched onto, yeah. I mean, so I know one person in the band was, was like, we're, we're in a fucking band, we're, right? And it's like, no, right. man, we're doing like, we're doing so, so like that type of stuff. When you see that come through, <laughs> I mean, is that uh, to my mind, it was it, it's a fun experience, but it, it was like I, I I don't know how much to encourage it or discourage it or be like, mm-hmm. you know, do, do you guys ever sh- like shepherd any of these people? Yes and yeah. no. Um, it, it all right. I think the best way to sum this up: <laughs> there are people who uh, who show up and and you, like for the first time ever, like yeah. they, they walk walk in, they they don't know, they don't know how how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they get on stage. They're nervous. They're shaking. They're freaking out. Whatever whatever they heard, whatever's built up in their head, it all affects them. And and they do whatever. Sometimes they do awesome. Some, sometimes they suck. Sometimes they're mediocre. Most of the time they're mediocre. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, I'm mediocre half the time anyway. Uh, but later, like if they keep coming back, um, if if after like five or six times, mm-hmm. you you don't notice any like small at least small improvement in their stage presence or how they uh, address the audience or just their general comfort level on stage um then they're not doing something right. right um but i think you're if you show up to any open mic consistently 
with your music or even cover songs uh you know just any at any level like beginner amateur you know intermediate expert mm-hmm. whatever uh you're you're gonna get feedback someone's gonna walk up to you and go hey man that blank sounded good or was yeah. awful yeah. or whatever it almost it almost you know. feels like it almost it's particularly at iota but it almost feels like the open mic there is 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 you know it's not about like launching your career as much as it is to be like, hi, I, I think I can play. Am I right? Is anybody going to, you know, and like a lot of people uh, go in there and, and play and they get introduced to other people who were playing. It's great for that. I mean, it's absolutely I still play great for that. now with guys that I met through right. the I, 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 open yeah. mic. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, that's, that's why it's, I mean, that, that's, to me, that's like it, why it's pretty valuable. But having never run it though, does, did that ever happen though? Did guys would guys be like, "Man, what's going on with my set time? That guy's going too fucking long." Some, sometimes, you know, sometimes you get you, you get the nervous people. Get that. Yeah, you need you need to. I mean, we, out, and like, that's sort of what I was talking about. People taking it like like, yeah. I'm a fucking musician, man. And it's like, nah, dude, right? Like, well, that's that's the thing. And this was the story that I was that I was talking about with with someone starting to fight with Todd. Yeah. Um, this is a band that they were just a band. They were like a bunch of broy dudes playing, yeah. you know, d- douche rock, whatever. Um, and they they get on stage. The problem is they they took about I think it was about fifteen minutes to easily, set up easily. Oh no, um, easily. So they that that eats up their entire right. That's your time. That's, right. that's, that's your that's time. time. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's like fifteen twenty minutes and then you're done. Like there's twenty more. If people. Why did they even? Play. I mean, did, so they brought like a drummer with his own drum set? No, 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 no. We don't. No. We don't. At the Iota, we don't really you don't, do that, drum that sets yeah, yeah. unless. You kind of like we we featured, made exceptions featured, featured performers, but it has to be like scaled down yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and if you kind of either called or got in touch with this, maybe come in the week mm-hmm. before and said, "Hey, can I bring a snare and a kick drum?" Like if we knew you were coming in with drums, yeah, we would we sometimes. Box drum. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's fine, great. Yeah, man. you can. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you guys would set up a cajon. We always, week. yeah, I always brought my cajon, and that was there for anybody yeah. to use. But yeah. like full drum kits, yeah, we just don't have the time and if we did allow you to bring a drum kit we a lot of times said hey right. you've got to get here before sign up set up starts yeah. and set up right and then so i, I feel like the band they took about 15 minutes to set up yeah. i, I want to say their instrumentation was like bass plugged to direct through a bunch of pedals electric guitar uh-huh. direct through a bunch of pedals yeah. uh keyboard direct and probably through some pedals i think hand percussion and it was like two vocals they they spent 15 minutes setting yeah. up te- like three minutes getting a sound check played one song that was about six minutes long and then that was their time right and you guys cut them off after one song and yeah. they all they were more butthurt about that <laughs> than i think i've ever seen anyone like I've, i i used to i used yeah. to sing at the kennedy center when i was a kid and one of the one of the things that i hated about it was all of the other kids parents being really pushy and and being really shitty and when their kid didn't get what they wanted for their kid mm-hmm. they would turn into fucking monsters and I would rather sleep with every single one of these parents than hang out with this band <laughs> right. because they 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 fucking lost their shit to the point where they tried to start a fight with Todd Miller, yeah, who he was right. the coat. He was my coat. Yeah, it's Todd. Todd was your your guy. Yeah. He's like Todd is one of the least confrontational people. He is. Yeah, it takes, I'm, I'm it takes sure a lot he was to piss him off. Yeah. Calm matter, absolutely. Like, Look, this and, is why we did what we did, and like, and he explained it to them very very rationally. Yeah. And I I was working the door that night, so I had to be the bouncer. Right, so I had to step in and watch. And there was that one like kind of big dude. Right, like that dude was like three fifty. Um, and like five, eight, yeah. like fucking, he was going to hurt everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't even hold him. And his, his Marine douchey friend, ha- like 
had to put him in a chokehold and knock him out yeah. and carry him out of yeah. the bar because he just lost his shit. And I was think that kill this is like drama friend. you don't expect from an open no, right. yeah. no, but actually, and, that's the thing. If you consider, that's the point. If you consider that's, how, that's how, how yeah. people perceive the stakes as being really fucking mm-hmm. high right. sometimes. That's how man. high the stakes were in yeah. that band's head. Yeah. yeah. And right. we were all like, yeah. it's cool, man. Just come back next week. Right. And maybe <laughs> practice setting up so right. it doesn't take right. you as long. Right. Or right. scale it down. And like, yeah. I feel like two or three of the band members were actually like, yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. One of the guys was just that one dude and like his buddy they were just like no fuck this and fuck that and blah 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 right. and one of the band members did come and apologize yeah, to Todd yeah, yeah, yeah. after yeah. the you know but that's after the, the fact and I, I'm sure they all went on to have great careers that's, uh, yeah, yeah I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they, one of them sure did my did. taxes at H&R Block <laughs> or, or they're, or they're yeah. dead now both yeah, had the same the, the point is yeah but the point is like some people some people view the stakes at that open mic or a lot of different open mics, yeah. but particularly the IOTA open mic, it seems, as the stakes are really fucking high. Like maybe, maybe you know, Steve will be there, or maybe somebody who's booking will well, be I think, there. I think the yeah. IOTA club has such a brand name, mm-hmm. at least right. in this area. Like, you know, for a lot of times, at least in Clarendon, it was like IOTA and yeah. Galaxy Hut. Yeah. Right. And, you know, IOTA was like the club in right. Clarendon. Right. right. And, you know, to be able to go in and play on that stage in mm-hmm. a real music club. Um, with somebody running sound and it's yeah, a real yeah. even though it's not the house system it's still a real right. sound system yeah. it's you know and it's not a, it's not a a booked show but it's about as close as you're going to get if you don't if you're and, just and, starting out and you yeah, don't have anything else happening right. for so, you so to that point like how much responsibility do you guys running that field that you have to to owe that because um there's all these different sides of being like a performer that like you don't want to care about like you were talking like marketing like you know, or booking like with, yeah, yeah. with you, Marie, like the shit like musicians don't want to fucking care about. Mm-hmm. If you're going to an open mic for the first time, you sh- you don't even know you don't want to care about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. How much of a responsibility do you guys feel running these things, or have you felt, or if, if any responsibility towards? Well, like you, you, you again, it gets back to the shepherding thing. Like you, you have somebody coming up and you're like, I, I'd like to play a song, I, please. I kind of feel a little bit, um, only, only just from from an from an experience standpoint. Like I, I mm-hmm. grew up, my parents were were. My, my mom's a, uh, was a teacher for like th- 38 years. My dad worked yeah. for school systems for like 20 years. Um, you know, I grew up with educators, and I I feel like if if you have experience and you have uh, knowledge, and someone else doesn't, and they want to they want to do what you do, you should give them yeah. your knowledge. Yeah, and experience. absolutely. Um, and you know, I I feel like I kind of got my own experiences playing open mics um, for however long I did um, coming up, and. I, I learned so much about what to do and what not to do just from going to a lot of different open mics that when I see someone at their first open mic for the first time and they're nervous, like the the best thing I can, I can do to them to, to like, you know, calm them down is to kind of like, let them know like, Hey, you know, you like my music or you've seen me perform or whatever. If they know who I am, like I started where you are and yeah. you, this is the result is you get to, to where I am yeah. and I'm, I'm nowhere near where I want to be professionally but I'm a lot closer now yeah. than I was before I started playing right. out all the time. Which like, it, which is an important lesson. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it is. I mean, there is uh, no, arguably, no fortune to be made in music these days. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you can see some level Who cares of success, about fortune. Let's just talk money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just eating. Yeah. Um, I just want. I just want to put gas in my van. Come on. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, if you have a van, no, but I, it seems like it does seem it does seem like you have to walk a fine line between like getting people to manage their expectations and not completely shitting on yeah. Because if you completely shit on on what they're trying to do, then no one's going to show up. Right. You know, you the the motto of any open mic can't be like why bother. You know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right, but at the same time, the, I, f- I feel like a good open mic. Um, you, you can't walk into the open mic and think, oh, this is just open mic. It's new, This doesn't matter. Yeah. There's, there should be a, a little bit of pressure. There should be yeah. some, some uh, like, this is, a, this is a professional level. Like, even if you're walking into, you know, Billy Bob Bumfuck's Bar and Grill. You're still right. going to be playing in yeah. front of people. Right. You're playing in right. front of pe- people. Like, that's. Yeah. You know, so it, even if even if it's it's a it's a nothing club and it's not going to lead to anything, or it's an established uh, music venue like IOTA is, um, it, either way, there's still that pressure. So, there ever been any pressure from the venue to be like, you guys got to make a good show? Like, you got to have a good. I mean, because you, it's totally I, out of control. I mean, right? uh, no, I we never received that at IOTA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they. We walked into a situation when we took over the IOTA. It was already established. Yeah, yeah. we right. had, we didn't have to yeah. do. Anything. Just you shifting so the name. Just, we just, the names we just been, walked in. It was never. It yeah, you weren't like, man. How I the mean, hell are we going to fill these? Todd and I ran an yeah. Iota, ran a excuse me, ran an open mic at the Roadside Grill for a couple yeah. of years, and that, that was did a not buck, Yeah, and I mean, there were some nights where there would be nobody. nobody. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, so Adam, uh, uh, I didn't even think about this, but like, uh, you are a musician. Yes, you've had a, a decently successful career. I've done okay. You done okay. Relatively okay. Uh, open mics. Where do they fall in your um, development? You know, um, sometimes I, I try really. I'm, you know me, man. I'm like a cynical fuck anyway. But like, no, I, but when, I, when have you, did you ever get up and be like, uh, f- no, no? Well, there have been a few occasions where like a friend of mine, um, you know, a few friends have been mm-hmm. like, hey, listen, I'm doing this. I'd really appreciate it if you were just up there with a snare and some brushes or something. And, yeah, and that's like no skin off my back you know um so i had no problems doing it and i wouldn't do it if, if i thought they were terrible you know i'd, I'd find I'd, I'd be like oh my knee you know or like i'd, I'd find i'd find i'd find i'm gonna use that from now on anything yeah. like, like ah, ah shit my knee my knee you know i found i'd find i'd find like a reason to not go but yeah i've done a, i've done a few open mics where um you know, you get up there and 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 back somebody up. I'm not a singer or a guitar player, right? Right. I'm just but it, but, drummer, but as a so. kid, it wasn't it wasn't like you know developing as a developing musician. No, because as a drummer, or... there's no there's nothing there's nothing you can really do at an open mic as a drummer, right? You know, yeah, except it's, it's not limited. Really. Yeah, it's. You can't yeah. get up by yourself and play. Right. Like, hey, everybody, listen. to I'm, I'm going to do some, the Fuck best. You, I you will. can. Yeah. You can. But I'm going to so, do and that's the thing. I'm going to be the best at John Bonham. I mean, you I mean, Yes. You know, are, are we pl- are we limiting this to singer songwriters? Is that well? That's just that's just that's what an open mic is, man. An open yeah. mic is for guys with guitars, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, how, how weird would that be? Like, imagine like you walk into an open mic and some dude gets up there with a cajon and he's like, like Jim, if this, I, "This song is called Starfire," and then right. it's just literally this for for four minutes, <laughs> right? Or. D- Derek, the yeah. only time that Derek, that has you have a song did that, did, that, did that ever happen? <laughs> well, James, did you ever see somebody get up there like like Hippie Jenkins came out no, with a well, jam What I saw was, <laughs> right. and this is probably one of the best experiences <laughs> I've ever had at an open mic. And this was at the Roadside Grill. I forget what year. Fucking it was. Roadside Grill. Um, our Todd and I, our buddy John, like came down and he had I think it was five or six. Uh, Native American friends with them. Okay. And they had a huge. Like, well, that tribal, seems, that seems kind of legit. Drum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, dude, it was very legit. Yeah. yeah. And awesome. Um, and they, they were doing like, you know, 
tribal, like Native American tribal chants mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. And, and those guys, awesome. were just like, "Fuck it, we're just going to the open mic tonight." Uh, some, yeah. They were in town <laughs> visiting this guy John, and John knew weird. I, I have no idea how they wound up there, right. but they did. Yeah. But that seems legit. I'm, I'm talking about did did you know? Yeah, some some hippie guy get up there with the djembe and just like read poetry and shit. Well, well, let, let, let's <laughs> stick to like best stories. Like Derek, <laughs> what's, what's the best thing you've seen in open mic? The best thing I've ever seen in open mic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, Jesus dude. Christ, I. Just off the top of your head. It doesn't have to be the very best. I mean, yeah, that would take me a couple a couple of hours to figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> top of my head, I'm going to give you three. One, <clears throat> there was a dude who, who who brought in a harp that he made out of, like, a bunch of crap. Like, like a cigar box and, like, some scraps. And it was, already like, it was a, already it was so a, into it was this. A harp, like, the size of, like, the human chest. I love right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, he, this was at the open mic that we used to host at Northside Social. Okay. Um, and he shows up. And he he plays like this creepy, like I don't even know what you'd call it, like melody on his weird homemade harp, and reads a poem. And I will never fucking forget the title of the poem because he would repeat it constantly. And it was "I'm a one man traffic jam." All right. <laughs> and um, and the best thing was his he looked like like an older Willy Wonka. <laughs> like Gene Wilder, like like if Gene, yeah, like yeah. but not Gene Wilder. Was like he if, was he you can think of like hat? like a caricature of Willy Wonka, <laughs> like, like the the Ronald, Ronald Doll like actually <laughs> illustrates. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Think of a character of Willy Wonka and then age him considerably, um, and then give him oh, get, right, and then give him a pawn shop harp uh, made made out of trash, mm-hmm. and and tell him and tell him to recite. I'm a one man traffic jam with this voice. I'm a one-man traffic jam. (laughs) I'm not making this up. Mm. That's what he... Margot McDonald was was also hosting that night. Yeah. She is a witness. She will corroborate. All right. Um, I kind of want to find out who this guy is. I want to know who that guy is, too. I don't don't remember. Was this recently? I don't know. This was maybe two or three years ago. Okay. I bet he works for, like, the the GSA or something. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That or... And James James will will comment on this. uh, Major Tom... Dude, you, it's like you're reading my mind. Major, 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 Tom. Major, Major, Major Tom, Tom is... Go ahead. Uh, how do you explain Major Tom? Ma- Major Tom <laughs> is, is like... <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> oh, there, no, tell me, there, I'm sorry. Yeah, just I'm there sorry. Is a full I'm visor. Sorry. No, 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 no. I got this. I got right, this. Okay, I got right, this. Right, this right, is right. awesome. You ready? Right, you ready? Right, yeah. Here we go. Um, Wesley Willis. Oh, jeez. Except he's white, skinny, and in Daft Punk. So what he does is he takes a motorcycle helmet that has a microphone built into it, uh-huh. so you can talk Full to visor, right? Like, like he's in, cannot like see he's in his top face. gun, right? Like he's in yeah. Top Gun. So it's like it's like a fucking fighter pilot helmet, yeah, exactly. You know, goose. And yeah. he plugs the microphone into a, a processor that runs. It's like it's like chorus and like robot effect yeah, voice constantly. And he brings out a, a Spider-Man notebook yep. full of music. Yeah. And, All of this is true. And a, Casio, is and a Casio keyboard uh-huh. and just bangs out this airy, 
ambient, like creepy kind of like he does like, talk with a British accent. Yes, right on. He is not British. Yeah, he's from like he's like from Nebraska. He's from right. Wellington. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just it's 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 like a, it's like a it's like it's like it's like listening to a nosebleed underwater. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And then it's and he's not bad. No, it wasn't I mean, bad music. It was just so fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. That he, it just oh oh and then were you there the other the the one time where we had um uh we had a mime were oh, you were no. you there for the mime okay that's what I'm talking about. I would remember yeah. mime uh, yeah so those are my three that's it's what the hell did the mime play nothing yeah the mime the mime, mime. Had, had a backing track. Um, oh, and I'm sure tracks. I think there's a oh. vine of it on my vine account. I yeah. James, you aren't a fan of the backing tracks? Um, um not. In, in, not, unless you're in like a hip hop thing. I mean, or, if you, what I'm not a fan of is coming with backing tracks that are on a CD mm-hmm. and you don't yeah. bring, like if it's on an iPhone or something and we can plug it into the system mm-hmm. and run it through the monitor, monitor so you can hear right. and maybe be on time and maybe be in key. Yeah. But when they're like, I mean, not to disparage hip hop, but we would get some hip hop artists that would come in and it's like, a pre-recorded thing that we'd have to run through the house system. Yeah, and that would and be a pain in the be, ass. They yeah. would tell us track three, and we would play track two. Right, and it just—it would just be a debacle. It's a nightmare. Right. Yeah, yeah it is. A, it is. A well, game, here's yeah. a question. I mean, like uh, the mind made me think of something else, man. Like, how many times did you guys get the poetry guys? <laughs> like guys, guys up there would be like, "Oh, lonely desolation." We and were stuff like that, strictly you know? because Iota has its own poetry <laughs> right. open mic series. Yeah. Right. Oh, so the poetry did, guys didn't did drift off. Get, you had a buffer. I'm going to tell yeah. you a story about it. this. Is the like my Iota open mic poetry story? <laughs> and this, this you may remember this. Yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. Oh, I know um, exactly who. No, you're I do about. remember. Her name was yeah, Courage. Yes, I remember. Courage. Remember Courage? Yeah, with Courage. Big ass fucking Star Wars. Tattoo, yeah, and then she would get up and recite militant feminist poetry, like Andrea and then, Dworkin shit. And then yeah. yes, and then at the end of her set of time, she would do a standing backflip, and then that 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 would be it. her yeah. deal. That's the set. So is yeah. that is that your best? Like is that- it's best and worst. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. uh, but one of the, one of the best bands I've ever seen come through an mm-hmm. open mic is Pearl and the Beard. Okay. Mm. They came through really? like, on a whim, and then I mean, they obviously they crushed it, right? And then we had them back for like a couple featured slots, and they actually brought people out, right? You know, and then obviously they've since gone on to do, do other stuff. Things, yeah, that is a little gratifying though, because I, you know, every every now and again, like you see, like I know Lauren, uh, Lauren Cobb did a, or Andy Ziff did a gig, and 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 I think Steve. Saw him and was like, "Okay, get that guy in here." Yeah, well, yeah. that happens Steve, every now and again. Andy Ziff was playing a gig yeah. that I booked with. I forget who it was, and Steve was there. Yeah, it happened with John Kaplan too. Yeah, like Steve gave me a night Fucking to John book Kaplan, and I was like, "Bicycle Thieves, John Kaplan." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. still yeah. to this day one of the best bands totally. ever to come out. That was of such a good team. record, man. I've no yeah. idea. Like the the that guy can write a song. I love that. Yeah, I love he can. Is he still around? Is he still in town? He lives in upstate New York. Yeah. Wow, yeah. what the hell is he doing up there? His uh, his wife is like doing uh, like a PhD or yeah. something. That's she's cool. doing a program up there. Uh, I remember I John Ithaca or something. Yeah, yeah, John was amazing. John, oh, yeah. he's, he's great. He was down. Uh, yes, like I saw him in like June or July. It was like right when I got back from tour or something. He was down for like the weekend. I walked into last time I saw him. It was like I walked into that place on Columbia Pike and he was doing a 
Oh what yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking the um, Jeffries. Yeah. 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 Jeffries, yeah. Yeah. He was doing one of those uh he was doing one of those like three hour yeah. playing. Yeah. Playing every time whatever. every time what, like, <laughs> you know? I think he moved uh, a couple years ago and every time he came back he would always play at that, that other spot. Um Ragtime. Like, no, that uh, Irish place on Columbia Pike. Uh, oh uh, uh the Irish McBubby uh, uh, Yeah, oh. uh, uh PJ uh, no, O'Brien's no. or oh, no, it's no, right no, across it's... from the draft house. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, whatever. Well, not 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 P. Brennan's the other one. Um, like um, the, the L- smaller L.A. Bar- L.A. Bar- L.A. Bar- oh, oh, is that an Irish pub or is no? It... Yeah, that's, 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 that's a straight up <laughs> guys go in there to South dive bar and play play yeah. play play darts. Right. And, yeah. Okay. So he's he's doing like a like a thing at that that dive bar. Yeah. Anyone actually listening to this, if you want to hear a really amazing record, listen to the second place confession. I haven't heard it. Oh my god. It's, yeah. it's six, it was just it's, it's, it's so weird. It's so hard. weird. Not, not a bad song. Of it's wow. so weird because it's this amazing little six song album, and 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 for like four years, everyone in this town was just like, "Fucking hey, listen to this," and nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. nothing it's happened. Bicycle thieves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was this song. This Man, album that should have broke big. It should it should have gotten huge. It was called yeah. Second Place Confession, and. Songs were so good, and the hooks were just like uh, you could build a house in these hooks. You know, you, you, you want to hear something interesting? You might yeah. not even know this about me, but mm. I I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am right now with my career if it weren't for John. John, yeah, John's amazing. I I I met John when I was fifteen. My parents took me to the open mic he used to host at Ziggs in oh, Alexandria. Fucking yes. oh, in Duke Street, yep. where the pornos, where yep. the porno theater yep. right used to be. Yeah, Fox Street. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. So my parents used to take I've done, me. I've done a few. I did so a few gigs there. So I've heard it's a porno, <laughs> it's a porno theater. I yeah. think it's there. It's next. Uh, yeah. But they they, they, they stop pretending you don't know the porno theater was there. He was amazing, and he 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 absolutely. Whether or not he knew it or not, he was he was absolutely like uh, yeah. kind of um, grooming me to 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 be a better performer and a better musician. Like yeah. he absolutely was right. was taking. That's absolutely and, one of the biggest shames I can think of that that nobody picked up on John fucking Kaplan. Mm. You know, well, I did. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean, not not you know, do you know, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's, no, that's but, one but I mean, they, they should have been bigger. They should have been huge. This area, they should have been. I won't huge. rest until they are. Yeah. Damn it, because <laughs> that was just such. The, do they ever sec- play? Like, were you like? Do, we do they do, we we used to do. Well, you were in the band. I, I was while, I was right? in the band when Mark moved to uh, Germany, uh, and they needed they needed a second guitarist, so I, I picked it up because like like I said, I. I Grew up listening to that record, and I, I internalized it. So yeah, it was, my it was easy thing. for you. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, you just like loved, you knew what to I do immediately. It. Totally, yeah. totally. And and actually, the two of you guys singing together. Oh like, my god! Yeah, John, John and I. John and I have done. Uh, we used to we used to do a, a songwriter showcase at the Artisphere for for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. like anytime we would, we would play together, like it was. It's just gold. I, like I don't, did John ever play? Did John? Or, they, I don't think Bicycle Thieves ever got to nine thirty. That's another yes. thing. Did they? Yes, they, they did. did. They. Okay. I don't know if they headlined it or they opened. Or... Uh, they opened for. Um, I, I forgot the name of the band, but they opened. They opened for a band at nine thirty. I definitely saw them. Black so like Hat Emmett a couple of times. Swimming? Was it like a local? I thing don't. Or? I don't. I think it was like a like a like a local like national act, but that was right, based right. in yeah, DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they did that. Um, and I think they were on that, uh, was it Megahertz? Yeah. They were on that show. Yeah. 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 Uh, but everybody was on Megahertz. And though. I think, I think one of the songs was on like, <laughs> uh, the I, real I, world. I think he got like a placement. Yeah. And I yeah. think, oh. I think that's kind of it. Yeah. Well, not not to get off the. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, no, no, we, 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 we will, we will but actually. Honestly, everyone no, listening to this should check out. I should send a copy of this I podcast. Yeah, Kaplan. Yeah, yeah, we'll find <laughs> it. We'll put it in the show. Check out, check out second place. Confession. I will it's listen a to it because Derek, record. you're, you're yeah. 
uh, endorsement. Do you, want, means... do, you want me to, do you want me to do you want me to break your heart a little bit? No, sure. Uh-oh. Because I was in the, the band, I I also know how to play the six other songs that you. Know. Oh really? They're, I'd love to hear them. All man. good. God, mm. John. That, that, again, we'll get back to. We're, we're, mm. we're almost Maybe done we, with we this. We do a whole podcast. Just saying, the bicycle thieves. Just saying. just get Kaplan. I don't know. All but, Kaplan's all you so, need. So it's funny because you mentioned like nine thirty club just randomly and stuff. <clears throat> Open mic nights. Mm. Historically, coffee houses, Buffalo wing restaurants, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Is there a place for them at places like at, at nine thirty club at like Black Cat? We're, we're DC like venues. H- hundreds and hundreds of, of pe- like capacity. a five hundred person capacity room. No. Open mic. Not yeah. How we know. Like no. Twelve hundred people. No. Here's, here's here's the thing. If if you want to have an open mic, nine thirty club will never happen. Yeah. No, no one would go to that because you would have to charge money, and no one would pay. Yeah. So free is the free is the thing. Yes and no. Some open mics do cost money. Um, yeah. Uh, the the what is it in in uh, in Georgia? Uh, Decatur. What is that place? Uh, Eddie's Attic. Eddie's Attic. Eddie's Attic. Right. Um, they, they, you know, Bluebird cost money. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. No. But you know, Eddie's Attic. It's it's a five dollar uh, fee to sign up, and you have to sign mm-hmm. up in advance because it's a contest. Right. It's an open mic, but yeah. it's a contest. But, it's but a I contest. hate those. Those are so shady. That's right. one of those things where it's like, you know, like, you've won. Now give us more money and right. then you right. might be but able that, to move but on to the next But round. so does $5, like, we don't, like, you know, we, we haven't gotten deep into, like, the horror stories. But, I mean, we, we all know them. Yeah. yeah. You it's know, paid, it's like there are people, just, like you said, the people five times in a row, you're not getting better, you're not getting better. Mm-hmm. Or you just shift and start talking about poetry right. at an open mic night. You know, is something like that a barrier to entry where somebody who really wants to perform it is like, fuck, that's five dollars, man. I mean, I, yes and no. I mean, if it's, if it's something like, you know, it, like Eddie's Attic's been around for so long, like yeah. it, it has it's pretty well known. Yeah, it's it, has, some, it has a reputation. Yeah, but if you're going to Eddie's Attic, much, uh, much like we've said over and over, if you're going to Iota, there's a thing built in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's kind of I think that's what makes IOTA so special and unique is it's. It's it's at a reputable music venue and it's and it's free and it's not a contest. It's and generally it's, the it's, only night that is free, right? Mm-hmm. And I think um, that helps to attract sometimes attract an audience. Yeah, you know, like well, and that's that's the other thing. Like I I, I think at least at, at least, least once a once a month you'll you'll if not every week you'll get at least one person who is like absolutely like poor. Like right. can't afford the bus fare to get to Iota, right. but they do it every week because they're passionate about playing, and they might not be amazing, right. but and they, and they might be, but you know they, that's that's how they're getting their their art their or their music, music or their whatever yeah. out. And and, and we, I, I mean, I definitely you can't do that at another place like at that. Iota open mic. Like if you see somebody like that and they they're awesome, do you pull them aside and be like, hey, we can. We can help you, or do you let it go? I mean, uh, put put on your restaurant tour hat, James. Uh, uh, and so, what what is what is like the open mic for for a restaurant like to bring it in? Because, like I said, you're not charging admission. You're counting on people right, to come in and counting, drink beers. You're yeah. counting on people to come in. Hopefully, you know the, the theory is like all these people that are performing are hopefully. You know, it's never guaranteed, but you hope they're going to bring out their friends, right. and their friends are going to come, and they're going to buy beer, or they're yeah. going to buy some food. I mean, let's let's um, yeah, let's look at the economics of it, man. Rent on Wilson Boulevard, particularly now, is right. not fucking cheap. No, nope. no, you know. So no. it's like, it, it, honestly, an open mic also exists as a way to get. Well, you've got, you've got. To, I mean, you've got to pull. You know. It's it's basically community service, but yeah, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's, it's profitable <laughs> community service, though it is. Yeah, because it those be, people they're absolutely. getting in for free, but they're like, let's like. You mean to tell well, me? If you get it for free, you might be apt to buy instead of buying three beers or yeah. two beers, 
you might buy an extra beer because you or have to let's pay the let's five think about the guy who's on the list who's like fuck I need a shot of Jim Bean before I get get the definitely fuck see, right yeah, definitely the see liquid that. courage aspect yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. totally so if it's yeah. community service do you, do you feel it's it's uh, it's necessary community service to, yeah. to a good music yes. community yes. Yes. it is Absolutely. no I think so I, how does that play? go ahead dude, Iota has done Iota has done more to like build like vibrant <laughs> a vibrant kind of and it's not. We're on the wrong side of the river as far as hipness goes. Right Do you now, know what I mean, yeah. no, we are. Oh, we are. It's Arlington. It's like the wrong side. Oh, of well, that's a whole fucking, other. Yeah, no, but, but you, it's the wrong side of the fucking well, Potomac I mean, River. Look, well, look you at, know what doesn't Clarendon now? Clarendon is Clarendon, basically. It's not hip. It's, yeah, it's, but it's but what doesn't exist in on this side of the river is an open mic night like that. That's right. what I'm saying. There, there is there is nothing, and you could find you, me an open mic. Maybe make the argument that how, Tuesday nights house shows are that, but it's not Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights and Gypsy Sally. What is it? The Pinch, they have one. Pinch has yeah. one. Um, oh, do they now? Yeah, I okay. think so. Is that Fridays or... Which is a, a weird That's night insane. to have an open yeah. mic. But it's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, ty- uh, the type politics of... Politics and pros has an yeah, open yeah, mic. Yeah, That's on, that's on Fridays, too. Oh, man. So I, I, I'm just wrong. I, I, completely unplugged. No amplification I, I think that's that's interesting. We should talk about days of the week. Um, because, okay. because like I said, you know, yeah. we, we started the open mic at Buffalo Wing University on a Monday and it, uh-huh. it, that was the best day I could think of because if you're a professional musician or if you're a touring musician or whatever, you're busy Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Absolutely. maybe Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Probably you, an you, off day. Yeah. You, you've got nothing to do. Come right. out to open it's mic. It's the best day. It's the best day. Monday's the best day provided it isn't fucking football season. Right. Right. Um, and then That's after the that, depending on whether or not the, the venue has, you know, uh, TVs or whatever, whatever. Uh, but then, you know, we moved it to Wednesdays. Uh, those days work uh, very, very well. Friday, they, they had they had toyed the idea of, of doing it like on a Friday or a Saturday, and I had to say no just because I'm usually playing a show on a Friday or Saturday, and if I'm not playing a show, I'm going to a show. That could also hurt your attendance of people that are non-musicians. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Do, am I going to spend my Friday or Saturday going to an open mic? Right. Or am I going to, you know... Go party Go or party whatever. with my yeah. co-workers downtown. And, and, that's, yeah. and that's, you know, you know like Buffalo Wing University, re- regardless of whether or not uh, they're, they're trying to, to... I don't know what they're trying to do with their music license. They just got an entertainment license, like, not long ago, yeah, which is why we started license. doing this. Yeah. And, and, right. And that's that's great, um, but I don't know what they're going for. I don't know if they want to have like a like a, a regular uh, right. music right. showcase, or if they just want to have an open mic because it's a thing to do, or uh, you know whatever the attraction is. It's it's a wing it's a wing restaurant and sports bar. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you're most of the people. I mean, like the best thing about my people... open mic being on a Wednesday there is it's wing night. So it's the right. audience is built in. It's packed. There's, it's a bunch of stoned so high school kids. Maybe it's wins, fucking but... like perfect like altruism where they're like, we can get all these like stone kids eating wings, yeah. and 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 expose them to new music, right? And that's that's kind of the thing. Like, but I, I feel like the, the 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 best part about the open mic that I'm hosting now is if you're new and inexperienced, you come play my open mic. You're playing in front of a hundred people that mm-hmm. don't give a shit. Right, you're that's very, the you're very, that's the best. No that's pre- rock school, no, man. No right, that's fucking rock school, and that's no that's pressure. the best thing for you because you're getting experience playing mm-hmm. in front of and you're hundred people. You're also, you're also learning getting... how to play in front of people who don't give a shit, right? Which and is how equally to, important. And, and how to, and how to get them ever sang into a microphone. Right? Yeah. How many times yeah. has that happened? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. somebody just they're used to playing at home, you know? Yeah. On the couch, and they come out, and they've never sung into a microphone. Let's be clear. I mean, on some level, no matter how much you've done it, like getting up in front of people on plane is horrifying oh, yes like it, i don't care how comfortable you are with it like i it, it is 
horrifying. I will I will agree with I will agree with you to the extent that that when when I was inexperienced and and when I did it, I did get stage fright until yeah. until I got to a point where where much like any other addict, I I I couldn't live you get off it. on it. Yeah, and then um, and then you just like you'd be amazed you, how right. quickly you get over that shit. Though. Like, I mean I mean look to put it in perspective too. Like like I don't like talking to people a lot, and yet I do. This and you, yes, you have a so it's like you know this this happened. You get over it, right? Because it's like what you want to do. Uh, I think with bands and stuff, but um, let's let's talk about a world where there are no open mics. What happens to music? Uh, well, man. you you immediately shut down an outlet. Yeah, man. for for people who are trying to get a leg mm-hmm. up, and uh, that's that's one of the reasons why I think open mics in general are yeah. important, and specifically in this area, the uh, the open mic at IOTA is really important because it, it provides kind of a venue for, and you know, yeah, again, you're gonna get. You know, out of out of thirty guys, twenty nine of them are going to be like, eh, okay, mm-hmm. great, buddy." Which is something we haven't really talked about. Yeah, but but I mean, there, one, there is that like one that one guy. This is not passing judgment that, on anybody. That, it's like yeah. some no, people, no, 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 no. Like, you have to, like, you have to, you have to get out there and you have to determine. I mean, some people don't know whether they're good or not. Well, your first draft always you know? sucks, and, and sometimes your first draft is pretty good. Some, well, you know, yeah. and that's the point. And then, like, going to a place like Iota. To me, what was always valuable about that open mic was the fact that you um, – it wasn't necessarily that, that you were – you know, yeah, it was your first chance to play in front of people. But you also like kind of caught the eye of, of other people who knew what the fuck they were doing. And Just people I, like James. And right. And I, it, it always seemed like somebody who knew what they were doing at that open mic would be like, you know, hey, man, maybe you should talk to that guy. That guy over there, he's doing some playing, yeah, and he needs a drummer. A lot of that. He needs, a, he needs a, mic, yeah, he a needs a bass player. He needs, he needs another guitarist. Yeah, you know, and you know that's like a really yeah. valuable thing in terms can, of I keeping. Can, a, I could probably name like maybe ten or twelve bands that have formed out of the out IOTA. of just the open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I imagine yeah, specifically yeah. It's that one. Yeah, just IOTA's open. Mic. I've been in three myself. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I can, and I don't even know what those right. Bands those are, are three that like, aren't even on Derek's list. And without, a, but honestly, without an open mic, all you're dealing with are are like kind of demos and demos. Yeah. Demos are great, but they're also not accurate sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, demos are like, here's this, you know, here's this thing I did, and we ran. There's it also through. nothing truer than the live right. performance. We, and, right. But here's know? this, here's this demo, and we ran it through Pro Tools right. for, 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 for six <laughs> and months. Auto-tuned. And we auto tune the shit out of it. You know, and our, our drummer can't really keep time, but we used Beat Doctor on that. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? And so yes, it's like, I do. So it's like when you get in there and you can actually see what these people can do mm-hmm. you know and and then and then it's really gratifying to see someone who actually has it together uh or has some kind of talent and it's gratifying to see them kind of move on to other things and in that sense that's awesome it's to see really somebody valuable, who comes in you know and they may you know maybe it's, their first time on stage but then to see them like over the course of maybe six months like all of a sudden they're like they're booking a sh- exactly they're playing a show yeah right? exactly you know? exactly that matters man it really it's, it's crucial it's really yeah, crucial yeah I think open mics are absolutely crucial <laughs> yeah. to any Garrett? sort of music yeah. I do to, to, on the other side of that I want to I want to answer your uh, a world without open mics question uh if there if there wasn't that outlet, yeah, um, there are other places people can go. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that I, I I feel like I used to see a lot, and this could just be because I'm a fucking recluse now and I never leave my house. But mm-hmm. I used to see this way more back in the day, and I don't see it hardly at all anymore. Uh, is street performers, yeah, and it's not like there there are them. like regulations that you can't do it everywhere. Like 
I think you can still just like right. busk in Old nobody, Town nobody for no it. reason. I, I grew like, up in Massachusetts and would go to Harvard Square. Yeah. And there's a busker on every yeah. fucking corner. And now and they're all good. Is, yeah. it, is that any more or less legitimate or does it I, matter? I think, like, I, think, I think you can't really compare the two. But, yeah. if, but if, you, if, if I had to, I would, I would say street performers uh, have it a little bit rougher. Because, I mean, in open mic, re- mm-hmm. regardless of the venue, for the most part, like even at um, well, uh, the, the other uh, politics and pros or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Completely unplugged. Yeah. Uh, it, it's still indoors. You still have, like, right. uh, you know, a, a, a stage. And I'm putting that in air quotes. A stage. It, it could just be the floor, but it's still like a, a performance area. area. Yeah. And, you know, there's 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 a place where obviously the audience has to go. Obviously, the performer has to go. Obviously, it's going to start and end at this time. Street performers, there's no rules and there's no, no guarantees. Mm-hmm. You can walk out on the street on a crowded day and actually drive people away from that corner. Yeah. Right. Or you can attract people to that corner. And, you know, there, there are all kinds of businesses along the strip or wherever you are uh, in a park or it doesn't really matter. There are constantly um, people like I think street performing is a a re, like if you look at like like a, a living organism under a microscope, yeah, yeah. its life cycle is significantly quicker than our life cycle. Mm-hmm. The smaller the organism, the faster life cycle. Absolutely. So if you look at an open mic like a very big organism, mm-hmm. you look at street performing as a smaller organism, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna have the same effect. Your audience is gonna be just as transient as the area that you're playing in. Yeah. Um, so if you're a street performer performing on a busy street, your audience is gonna come and go. Over the course of a, of one song, you're going to have a hundred people walk past you and two people stop. Um, yeah. You know, and if, if you're at an open mic, you're going to have forty people sitting in front of you, and that's it. Yeah. And the hundred people that walk past you might think you're good and come back to that corner in an hour or in twenty minutes or next day and be like, "Oh yeah, I remember you from a couple of weeks ago. You were really right. good." And that's a good way to build up an audience, uh, like on on a on a on kind of like the ground floor, but. It's not necessarily harder or or better uh, one okay. or the other. Uh, so I, I would say street performers have it a little bit more difficult in the sense that there isn't there isn't uh, as much of an expectation. Do you ever busk, man? I used to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit, just fuck it. Back in the out. day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was again, when I was starting out, I would play anywhere that I could. Here's a question: I've always wondered about the priming, the priming of the 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 bucket. Do you always you always threw like a threw like a that. Fifteen one dollar bills in there, just mm, to, not all the time. Really? So, sometimes I would, uh, depending on on what I had, it would. I was wondering be about like, the psychology of that because it makes it seem like if there's already money in there, you're like, all right, well that yeah, seems I mean, like this guy's not def- full you know, of shit. Right, you know, a few dollars. From it. <laughs> yeah, that is people. That is people do do that. I feel. I feel like I only did that like once or twice, and I. I, I can't. I can't. Really, I don't have any. You can make uh, decent money busking if you're good. You, yeah. you can. Yeah. I don't feel like. I don't feel like like it's not adding, consistent. But yeah, I don't feel like that helps or hurts. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's really a good way to gauge that. Fuck it. Yeah, put some put some extra money in your tip jar. Are we worried about iota a little bit? I feel like I'm worried about iota. I feel like I'm worried about it. I feel like I feel like it seems that, that so there's a pregnant sigh there. Yeah, I. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. No, yeah. it just it just feels <laughs> like I walk in there sometimes, and like the bands are are just. I, I'll actually address that from a consumer standpoint. And one of the reasons why I was excited to like do this podcast because I I mean the question I asked about like what happens when when Mike's goes away, I, I think they're vital. I think if if I, I mean Derek, you've been down here enough to know. So I think 
there there should be no barrier to people like creating right and as long as like this place can like exist like open mics uh, on that that have that reputation have that scale uh or any of them like at gypsy sally's if if that can get that you know these are little like incubator units right. so uh i don't go out to iota as much as i i would like to but cuz i live a fuck ways Across far river, away yeah. you know yeah. mm-hmm. Unfor- you know unfortunately but uh you know, and I'm never moving back to Virginia. Okay. <laughs> but, right. I don't blame you. Yeah, um, I mean, I spent most of my life there. So, it's, and um, but if like with IOTA specifically, it's it's a and, and I don't know the the economics of it, but it's just like does it does it matter? There, I know I can if if I want good beer, if I want decent bar food, mm-hmm. and I want great music. Regardless of whether it's an open mic or it's it's a book band, I can go to IOTA. True, but then again, I don't know. Sometimes I'll walk in there and I'll I'll you know I'll have my mind blown, and then sometimes it used to, it seems. But that's I don't okay. know you can't just, you can't have thing. your mind. Blown I don't think it's all just the consistent. Time. I don't. As yeah, it that's the point. Be. I don't know if the, and I don't know if this is just me being a fucking geezer now. You know, um, but like it used to be like I would walk in there and every pretty much every goddamn night I would see amazing bands. Mm, yeah, and now yeah. it seems like I'm seeing. More more often than not, I'm seeing like the kind of bro shit that you were talking about, yeah. man. You know, I mean, but, I mean, and then that's 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 a but little that's, sad. That's us being like it could like be, completely like subjective. Like th- this is what we like. You know, those guys are still getting up and playing, and that, uh, that's I mean, there's. I mean, looking at it from like I mean, I, I don't own a club, but I, I do some booking. And, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you've got to look at it from an economical standpoint. Yeah. Like, all right, this is a, you know. Yes, their clientele is a bunch of douchebags, but I know this band is going to bring out fucking yeah. two hundred fucking people right. that are going to drink and they're going to spend money, and I'm going to make money, and that's going to allow me to book the indie band on Tuesday night yep. that only thirty people are going to fucking come and see. Right. So some you, you kind of walk a fine you line. Walk a fine line. I, I think I think it has a lot to do with um, how, how the the industry is evolving and changing mm-hmm. um i i mean like it, it you 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 clearly see the effects of, of how the state of the industry is when you go out to see live music um it, yeah. it, it used to be back in the day um like at iota they would have you know five nights a week you'd walk in there and it would be blown away every single time every show is, mm-hmm. am- is amazing every artist is is fucking yeah. brilliant mm-hmm. and then and then two of those nights it's poetry or open mic and right. again could be same thing. Everyone's amazing, or you know, see so walk right. away with something. And now, yeah, I will agree with you. Uh, sometimes I, I'll walk in there, or I'll be working a show there, or you know, and I'm just I'm not I'm not necessarily impressed with the artist because it's not my thing. Like you know, Mike, but, who, you know, Mike who works the door. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. like Mike's Mike's been a buddy there forever. Mike's a buddy of mine. Like so, I know exactly. Like Mike is my guy in terms of like sometimes I'll just be like fuck. I just feel like I need to go out and see some music. So I'll. I'll run by Iota and I'll stick my head in the door and I'll I'll just look at Mike and I'll be like, "Hey man, what's going on?" And Mike is like really, you know, politic and great at his job, so right. he's, he's never going to be like, "Fuck that, don't come in here." But sometimes he'll just be like, he'll just be like, "Hey man," and he'll roll his eyes, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll just know to keep walking, right? You know, but then again, every now and again, I'll be like, "Hey man, what's up? What's up? Come on, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. you know, you know." But I mean, I, I think part of it is is yes, there are more places for music for for talent to go. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to a band that's gonna blow you away as talent, uh, and 
you know, maybe like four or five years ago, Iota would five nights a week have talent. Yeah. Mm. And now maybe it's like two nights a week or, or, you know, one night a week or whatever. But every night there's still something. Something uh, going on. You know? right. yeah. and, and just because it's not uh, music that I particularly care for or you particularly care for, it, it's for somebody. Um, right, and, and that, that was my point. Right, and and I feel like if if uh, kind of the way that everything's been going, um, m- bands that used to be able to b- guarantee two hundred people, they can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Because, and it's not that people aren't going to shows. I just feel like there are so many more options for people to be entertained. We're yeah. constantly distracted. Right. Yeah. Constantly distracted. Fuck, we can go to Gypsy Sally's now. No, seriously. No, 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 there no. Was, there, wasn't a, there wasn't a gig in Old Town, in Georgetown. Yeah. There hasn't been a gig in Georgetown for like 15 years, and now all of a sudden there is one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean... But at the same time, like, I, I know a lot of people that, you know, they'll... Like, hey man, I, fa- I saw this really cool band. You should totally go see them when they're in town. Oh, cool. And then they look them up on YouTube, and then they go... Oh, cool! I just saw them, yeah, and then that's yeah, it. That's so nice. yeah. yeah, so I think that has a lot to do with it. So, it does. so if if the the greatest band in the world plays Iota every month, and then and they consistently bring two hundred people mm-hmm. three years ago, and then now the greatest band in the world plays Iota, they're going to bring fifty people, right? Because a hundred and fifty of those people have seen them before, right. or saw them on YouTube, right. or have a thousand other things that they were invited to on Facebook that conflict with that date or, you know, it's just everyone, everyone is constantly bombarded with something Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I feel like three or four or five years ago, that wasn't the case. We still had cell phones and we still had Facebook and we had the internet, but not like now. And and, and that's just, and it's, it's easy to blame technology and it's, and it's easy to blame the industry, but it, it, it's really like, it's that and a thousand other things. So, so is open mic a value add? Yes. Yes. If you want to get into that, I mean, is it an essential part of a, a venue's lineup? It, it can be. Want to be part it, of the it depends on the venue, right. obviously. It depends like on the, the venue. It depends on the scene. It depends on the city. Yeah, um, there are, there yeah. are cities like um, like you lived in Boston. Yes, um, and that's a that's a, an amazing music town. It is, but no one really like when you think music cities, you think like New York, L.A., Nashville, Austin. Austin. Yeah, uh, you know, D.C. is 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 like DC's pretty pretty far way down, down on the list. It is, it is. But but I think Boston is a little bit ahead of D.C. On that list, but I not by agree. much. I think it's like uh, Chicago. Bo- Chicago up there for a specific type of. Uh, well, yeah. a, a I mean, Boston like, also Boston, has like some pretty big, like they got Berkeley and they got right. the New England Conservatory, right? Right. So there's, so there's a lot of there's a lot of you get a lot of, get, get a lot of jazz, you yes. get a lot of you get a lot of blues, you get a lot of hip hop, you get you get a, but you also get a lot of punk and you get a lot of Americana and a lot of rockabilly. Uh, right. and, then, and then, you know, there's not a lot of, like, alternative and there's not a lot of, like, you know, just kind of weird garagey shoegazy shit. But mm. at the same time, like, it still exists everywhere. Right. Um, but Boston isn't necessarily known for that. Um, but it's still, like, you know, five or six years ago, there there were ten venues in, in, in the city that I would I would I could go to and see an amazing band. Yeah. And now there's, like, four. Um. And not to say that there aren't other places in Boston to play, but they're not the same. Like, they're not like, you know, right. the Avalon or, right. you know, Axis or, you know, uh, whatever. What was that? Uh, T.T. the Bear. T.T. the Bear. Yeah. That's you know. Were you play. fucking looking at a the, wall? We, we used Paradise. to go oh, to that place. Paradise was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Middle yeah, East yeah. is great. Middle East, right. And we would drive yeah, 45 yeah. minutes in high, like, when I was in high school, we would drive into T.T.'s every fucking Saturday oh and Sunday. For yeah. Punk I remember rock. getting a little bit punk of a Paradise because it was the Paradise. Right. 
Paradise yeah. Spring. And, that, and that's the thing. I think now, now yeah. it's like there's like maybe like one or two clubs. There's in like, a bright like music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There's Brighton. There's Brighton and Alston. The and then there's like there's like Beacon Jamaica, Theater, Jamaica Plain. Beacon Beacon well. Theater, there's like yeah. maybe like one or two places in like Dorchester. And then and then you're in you're in like Somerville. And then you're just out of yeah. But out I mean of, the way the I mean, Somerville. Then you're in Connecticut. Like it doesn't. Like there's that's it. Like and then and then so there's New York, which just fucking trumps the East Coast. Yeah. The exception of maybe Jacksonville. And and then Florida, nothing in Florida. Just nothing in Florida. Come on, man. That's uh, like the biggest boy band scene in the in the like. Do, do I look like nation. I'm in a fucking boy band? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's yeah. still no. You're still right. You're right. No, exists yeah, you're in the country right. where yeah. music is I'm thriving. Yeah. I have a deep seated hatred of Florida. Of course. Well, I mean, everybody, Florida, everybody saying Florida, that. Yes. But you know, and I'm I'm, yeah, I'm 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 now famous for for coming on your podcast and saying fuck blank. Uh, apparently, yeah. uh, I think last time I was on here, I said I said uh, kind of oh, yeah, tongue, yeah, yeah, tongue in cheek. I said yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Fugazi. Um, and well, I'm, I'm relatively with you on that. I'll, but but, but uh, not but for I, the reasons everyone says. Well, no, but, yeah. yeah, and it's like, but it's just like I you know I, I like their music and they did they did good things. To, but, to, but to address just, that, but, and we know we don't need to dwell. We on need it. A no, no, we're not, we're not going to dwell on it because because in context, right? That was a completely appropriate statement. Absolutely. Not only did I back it up. Uh, I will continue to back up. In, sure. fact, in fact, I almost unleashed the Twitter thing <laughs> <laughs> this week uh, because it is ridiculous. Even when in DC we try not to talk about it, yeah, like you end up a story of how we're not talking about it, right? And it's it's just fucking like just just shut up. <laughs> but it was taken out of context because yeah, I, I, I the, the point is the point is is like if the best thing that we can say about our own music scene is something that happened twenty years ago, that should be a badge mm-hmm. of shame yeah. rather than a than right. a, a mark of pride because. Right. There's tons of other stuff that's happened. But I feel like then. we're not. We, we we that's not the case anymore. Because and that was the point you were trying to make. Right. Contextualize <laughs> is because not just because of of the people that are operating professionally, but I think people that are playing these open mics, people that are yeah. are seeing. You know, I I know. Correct well, me if I'm wrong. Like you mm-hmm. don't like house shows. Well, that's, that's said, what that's what I was going to get at. No, so, I love house shows. Oh, you do love house yes. shows. So I think house right. shows are, and, are and one talk of to the, Ryan uh, because Ryan was just like he doesn't like house shows. Right. So, really. I I love house shows because. Because it's there are there are first there's no rules there's no pressure and it's right. fun, um, period. I've right. never been to a house show and 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 left in a bad mood. Right. But that's a Unless weird. My that's a weird or something. But that's you know, a weird it. offshoot of uh, open mics because yes. you know there are some. In, I mean, first of all, I don't think house shows pe- house show people should refer to themselves as bookers. Mm-mm. They don't. They take risks. You take risks, James, and right. they're financial. Yeah. You can put a dollar amount on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they are adding to the culture. There's, well, no, there, there there are there are risks in house in having house shows. Yes, not you, if you don't own the house. Well, because, no, 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 that's not true. I'll give you a good example. Okay, Ben Tufts had all of his shit stolen two years ago. Yeah, because he put a house show. Did on. Did he ever get that drum set back? Was Fuck that no. because of a house? Oh, I feel like it was. A, I don't. Oh, somebody that's never been known. proven. Yeah, but. The, of the of the people that have lived in that house, it was, it was a musician house. It's been a musician house for years. Right. You know, people like Adrian and right. you know yeah. Ken Wenzel used to work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's nothing but musicians all the time. Uh, so musicians generally don't fuck over other musicians. No, unless they're shitty people, in which case they, they usually just get weeded out from the get go. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, we we don't steal from each other. I'm I'm not going to take no. your your drum set. Because I don't well, want it's a it. piece of shit. And um, but also, also because Thanks, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to take your. I don't want to take your tool. I don't want to take your toy. It's yeah. not mine. I'm also not a fucking thief, so I'm not going to take anything. Right, right, right. But you know, people like like if if they didn't start doing shows at the 16th Street House, mm-hmm. um, then it's possible that. that the people that 
or the or the person or whoever was responsible for that crime yeah. wouldn't have even known that a drummer lived there or that his his equipment I mean, wasn't, happened wasn't to be. Wasn't his truck like locked? It in was the locked in his garage. And like the truck was locked. Right, and it's all it's all kind of up in the air know, uh, as to like well, the, I know is, what I, caused I sent it, out but, I sent out like this. I sent out the word to everybody I know. It's like if you come across some asshole playing like a gold sparkle Ludwig. Right. I feel like someday right. we'll because, find that person. Yeah. Now, now we're getting, Ben's not here, but he's here now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and, that but that's, but that's the thing. Like, there's drum there's, set. there's yeah. absolutely a risk involved with doing a house show. You know, you, you're inviting strangers okay. into your home. Yeah. Which is why what we were talking about, like, I, I don't want to invite strangers. Right. I want to, I want to like, well, I mean, like if you, if you had a podcast guest, um, come into your house and, and then, then all like, of a sudden, like, 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 yeah. <laughs> like take a shit in your and your on your wall. <laughs> well, I've done that. We like, did with Patrick. Patrick oh, came down because right. and and I need to. And Daria actually said I, I should stop doing this because I said, you know, hey, if you guys want to come talk about music like we're doing, I mean, I think we're all having fun. Yes, yep. yeah, this is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, come down and do it. And then I realized that that goes out on the internet, and then maybe twenty people might hear that, and one mm. of those twenty people might be psychotic. Right. Patrick was not. We got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, so so there is that risk. Yeah. But, but the point I was trying to make was that it is a different kind of open mic where there is uh, – you're trusting the people who have in this house. Like a lot of times if it's not like Alex from Vapor House or right. somebody more conscientious about what they're doing, that they're basically like, holy fuck, I can have a band in my house? No, yeah. I don't know. But that doesn't – to me, this doesn't seem like anything new and crazy because like when I was – Oh, like, no, no, it's when not. I, no, but when I was like, when I was like 16 – and and playing with my friends, we like our parents would be out of town and we'd have a keg party and play and charge right. five bucks at the door. It's the same no, thing. No, it, it's it's you know? not. But the 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 point, the reason I brought it up was to draw an analog to it. Like this yeah. is, like again, like these things are incubators. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and, true. And so if you go to, I think something like Iota or even like a at you know the Buffalo factory and stuff, it. That's a little more like legitimate in some people's eyes, right? Um, it seems it seems like, more legitimate if it, if it's in like if there's a place with a stage and lights, yeah. And sounds because and you know you don't want to talk yeah. about it, but it's like there is a like I'm playing for friends, I'm playing for people at open mic, and, and then, like levels of professionalism, right? That you internalize and like it has to. It's hard to seem, but yeah, it's hard to it's hard to to kind of make that jump to having it be professional when mm-hmm. it's like you're you're in. Like a somebody's wood paneled basement in, in Gaithersburg, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, yeah, that's the thing. But I mean, whatever. It, and the maddening thing house is show, that there, there could be a great, ba- there no, could be I'm, a not, band. I'm not against house shows. I'm not against house shows. But the point is, is like it does seem that like when you go and do it in an actual bar with a liquor license where you have to pay for the booze, mm-hmm. you know that that seems a little more. It seems like you're a little you're kind of more of a step up. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll give you I'll give you a great example of um, going back to Ben's mm-hmm. theft. Uh, when when his stuff got stolen, I threw a benefit concert, and you it did. was it was last minute. Um, I went to that. Obviously, it was yeah. A good show. Yeah. yeah, that was it was a, it was a crazy night. You stage managed, I, I think. Yeah, it was awesome. um, and it was you know it was really fun, and everyone had a good time. Um, a, a friend of mine owns uh, a venue in in his in his house, and. He had had a show booked with Ben the night before my benefit concert. Mm-hmm. Um, now, obviously, the benefit concert was like last minute, like, oh, shit. Like, I think the the minute I found out his shit got stolen, I put the concert together. 
Um, and I didn't have time to think or plan. I just went, I work at IOTA. That's a music venue. Uh, go. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's they're, do it. They're, IOTA's know? great about getting behind oh, yeah. shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like they, totally. you know, especially for someone like Ben, who's there you know, yeah. two nights a month, if not more, yeah. um, playing, and then three then nights a month out. just chilling, yeah. if not more. Mm. You know, he's he's a dedicated customer, and, and fucking, he's, a, he's, a, he's an employee, practically, you know? Yeah, uh, pretty much. And... They might you know, as well send Ben a w, like a ten ninety nine. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, um, uh, God, that, I think that would scare him. Uh, but, uh, but you know, I, I, he, he was like, "Hey, man, did you, did you ever think like maybe you could like have the concert at, at my place and we could tie a thing in?" And it, it was a little bit of a thing. Uh, really, I, he, he got kind of offended. No, your buddy, your buddy got angry because you decided to do a benefit concert at Iota rather than his basement. Kinda. Um, well, no, yes and no. It, it's, it's, right. it's, it's, a, it's a really cool, it's a really cool space. Um, the thing is, he lives in, like, Rockville. And... No, but who, who the fuck wants, no offense, but that, buddy, who, but who, who wants gonna to go know about to Rockville? Well, also, that, and gonna, that, and that how wasn't do you even, find out about that? But, but that wasn't even I mean, I love my, my biggest I love, I love Ben, but not enough to go to fucking Rockville. Right. But that wasn't That's even my name. biggest opposition. My biggest opposition was, this is, this is a, a, a music <laughs> venue that I know, and it has, it has, uh, an, an in-house sound person mm-hmm. who, who generally is, is beyond proficient they're yeah. all of our sound engineers are great um and i'm one of them uh so i'm, I'm not that good uh but one of our one of our sound engineers is me and then everyone else is great uh and uh <laughs> but but that's the thing like you have you have people that know the room it's gonna sound great they have they have the liquor license they have deals set up they're, they're used to it they this is what they do for a living but they have things like insurance and yep. uh, you know security staff and right. that kind of stuff. Like if something happens at your basement, the cops get called. If something happens at the bar, maybe they don't because we're professionals and, yeah, and yeah. we don't let it get to that point. I, I've been working at IOTA for the show's not getting shut down. Right, at IOTA right. right. That's your the house. thing. If the right. cops come to IOTA because the show's still drunk, going on, the show's happening and that douchebag's out. But if a show, you know, cops come to your, your house show, you, that's the end of your that's house the show. End of the show. Sorry, guys, for paying all that money and whatever. I remember so, Glenn Tilbrook from Squeeze, Squeeze almost got everybody arrested. At when he went out to the party. That was a great show, though. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah, he was out. He was. Uh, he climbed up on a car with his acoustic guitar. And Jack Johnson did the same thing. Led the whole audience out on the Wait, street. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yes. For Glenn... some reason, something about IOTA makes guys makes guys want to take their fucking well, guitars out in the street and jump on cars. Well, Jack Johnson, it was it was his first East Coast tour. He never yeah, played on the right. East Coast. His, his first album just came out, Brushfire Fairy Tales. Yeah. And we were getting calls like... Weeks in advance, like looking to get pre-sale tickets or whatever. Yeah. And Iota does no. They don't do pre-sale. You got to be there. That's so what we, I love about that place. Yeah. You have to fucking show up. Eight o'clock. Yeah. The night of the show, there was a lot. The show was already sold out at yeah. eight o'clock, yeah. and there was a line up the street to almost the corner of like Whitlow's, like by and, the metro station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, not not quite that far, but yeah, pretty yeah, close. Far, yeah. Um, that's a good half block. That's yeah. like yeah. that's like I mean, it, it's was, like that's that's like seventy people waiting. It was no. all the way to Fillmore. That's like that's a hundred and that's a hundred. Like almost to the in. almost to Whitlow's front door. Almost right. to the front door. Yeah. That's that's seventy people. In so there. I mean, yeah. it was it was deep. That's um, great. And yeah, so Jack during Mason Jennings set, he was the opener. Fucking Mason Jennings has yeah. been at that place for years. Yeah. Mason Jennings and Jack Johnson. No, yeah. Mason Jennings is a perfect guy to open up for. Jack yeah, Johnson. this is. Yeah. I mean, this is before Mason Jennings was sure. yeah, yeah. Mason Jennings. Yeah. He uh, so during Mason Jennings set, That's Jack Johnson went out and climbed on top of his RV. Yeah, did like a five song little, you know, didn't plug in or anything for all the people waiting in the line. 
And then during his set, Mason Jennings went out and did the same thing. Steve has had to deal with that for a long time because people forget IOTA is like right in the midst of, uh, you know, Wilson Boulevard and like there's the metro station and there's mm-hmm. all these bars. But also two blocks away, there's like the Cleaver's house. You know, in the Brady Bunch. Yeah, it's a neighborhood and right it's across a neighborhood. the street. So, like, Steve, Andre used like, to live back in there. Yeah, on occasion, things things at Iota get a little too rock and roll. You know, and like, and like, people go crazy and people mm. go batshit as they're walking out of the place. And like the PTA. Yeah, luckily, we can blame it all on Whitlow's. Yeah, cause... absolutely. Whitlow's yeah. Whitlow's covers a lot of. Hate. I can count the number of times <laughs> the police have been to Iota in the twenty years I've been going there yeah. on. Two hand, like. Right. I can I can count the number of times I've had to call the police as a bouncer who's been there for six years on one <laughs> finger. Yeah. yeah, I mean like, it's very rare the cops ever have to come by Iota. Yeah, people um, are not dicks there. That's that's one amazing thing about. The I, th- I think well, there's one this one girl uh, who came in once and 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 was was just being really shitty and wanted to use the bathroom and I told her no because we were busy and whatever and she got offended and called the police and said that I was doing cocaine. Uh, on the bar with one of the bartenders and they had to take it seriously yeah. so they came in and like pulled me out it's a restaurant um, that shit happens all the time yeah, yeah. you know what you want to get you doing cocaine just who hasn't done cocaine closes. on the bar yeah. with the bartender right. <laughs> so they, they pull me out and like shine a light up my nose and ask me questions and like ask the, you know the bartender questions <laughs> and all this stuff and they're like why, why, why do you think that happened and blah 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 and I explained like the girl was being a bitch and we didn't let her in and they were like oh that makes sense and I'm sure she got fucked for filing a false report oh no way but, um, the, the, the the time out. Yeah, because I, I I did like I did about like eight months as a doorman at IOTA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Jorgados did did a few yeah, years yeah, yeah. like a few years. I think we've all pulled. Some yeah, shit everyone's and, pulled. Like so, what's what's not like I've only done it. How many like like, times, like what's like horror stories being a doorman at IOTA? I, I don't really. Oh, have, I don't. I got a ton. Derek, you probably no. Got I got a ton. I feel I have, like that might I be a whole other podcast. podcast. That is a whole other podcast. Yeah, so yeah. I have twenty. Um, and because we are pushing <laughs> we like we are we're pushing sorry. like we're out of time, an man. hour and a half, yeah. uh, which is fine. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, I I'm guess not, I'm not trying to break any records on longest podcast. You yeah, won't because the hometown sounds one coming out either tomorrow or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Hour thirty seven. Right. Ooh, but we so. did do we yeah. But like iota iota doorman the horror was story. Long. Yeah. <laughs> the but iota doorman horror stories is definitely a fun so, podcast. So we'll have you guys back. All right. That'd be great. First, Derek, then James, like, what, what would you be your last word on open mics? Um, I, I just I think that uh, if 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 it's uh, if you're looking to uh, either as a as a as a as a viewer or a music appreciator uh, looking to experience uh, a, a new a new style of music called uh, uh, unconfident music um it's a it's a it's a genre great, unconfident right unconfident people uh, you can start tagging your music like that right? i mean seriously unconfident what, music. what kind of music do you play unconfident, unconfident. unconfident yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep your expectations low yeah. right no 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 it's 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 a it's it's a it's a brilliant it's a brilliant concept and an amazing tool uh for for so many people it it it, it can it can launch your career it can make your career it can it, it's just it, you, you hone all of your skills and, and you, you, you can become the, the, the greatest performer on the planet or just the, 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 the coolest music appreciator on the planet. Or just at the very least, you can find other people to play with. Yeah. 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 As a network tool, yeah. open oh mics crucial. It's vital. It's just vital. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of a better, like, it's probably one of the best ways to open mic, to uh, network with other musicians. Yeah. And... Because everybody has the same fears. They're like, oh, fuck, I don't do this. And then... They all show up at the same spot, and all of a sudden, yeah. I mean, like you got people, like-minded people, 
doing something. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, maybe maybe they'll be your friend. Maybe they'll just be a bandmate. Oh, whatever. James, so what, what do you got? Uh, I mean, I, I think open mics are absolutely essential to a to a good music scene for, yeah. you know, all the reasons we've already talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. And it's a great, as Derek's saying, as a viewer, you know. I, I think... I'll, when I'm out, like, on vacation or I'm visiting relatives or whatever... I'll try to find an open mic. I, the last one I went to was in Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, I saw this great band, of Speed Bumps. What? They were fucking awesome. Yeah. Very Americana, right. uh, rootsy. Um, but you remember their names. That's the point. You yeah, well, I made a point. You looked them up. Yeah. I made a point to ask. I've checked them out on the internet and everything. Yeah. They are, they're great. You bring them to DC? Uh, I've actually sent them an email about okay. emailing me next time they're coming through. Right. Um, I, I think the 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 best discovering way discovering new music open mic is a great way to do it. The, the best way I can sum up what open mic means to me is um, there there are of, of every facet of the music industry there are always things that you should do and things you shouldn't do. Um, and when it comes to open mics, I can tell you a thousand things that you shouldn't do, and I really <laughs> can't tell you what you should. And and I think from that's a playing standpoint, from, from a, a playing standpoint, standpoint. Um, I think that's that's one of the few things that I can't tell you what to do or how it's going to go. Like it's it's open. It's just it's uncharted territory. Right. Period. Yeah. Yep. You know, even if you're a pro and you've been doing it for twenty years, you, you still don't know what's going to happen when you get on that stage. And I right. think that's that's the uh, um, uh, the the one um, kind of uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for uh, catalyst. No, 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 no. Like, uh, just not uh, like whatever. Just thing. Uh, (laughs) that the thing. That's the that's the one. The the one uh like irregularity about open mics that that makes them way more special and just indescribable. Like I can't I can't put it to words. Um, but but I but I but I could tell you you know things you shouldn't do. But I can't I can't verbalize. Uh, any anything uh, about it because it's all based on on you personally and mm-hmm. your audience that night, whether or not they they're there, you know. Yeah. And I think I think that's you know you go to a show you have expectations you you, right. you go to an open mic there's it's literally an open mic you have no idea which and that's brilliant. It's a place to find out whether you have it or not. Yeah, that's all. You know, it's a place to fi- it's it's a place to find out whether you you have some potential whether you have it going on or not and and. In that sense, they're incredibly valuable. You know, yeah. it's a way to network. It's a way to find out who you're going to play with. It's a way to meet people to play with. It's a way to. Um, it's a way to practice. Practice, practice man. playing yeah. live. Get get your yeah. ass out in front. Like people ask, like, so how do you how do you do that? How do you go and play music? It's like, well, I think the best thing you could possibly do would be to get some songs and then get on a stage and play them in front yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and really, ultimately, the best way to do that for people who who don't who haven't done it yet. Get, go to an mic. open mic, you know. Yeah. It might be at a fucking uh, you know wing place where people are watching NASCAR, you know, or it might be at a, a you know politics and prose where you're not allowed to be plugged in, or it might be at IOTA where there's a, a waiting list and a line yeah. and and like other musicians, you know. But ultimately, it's really important. It's the best possible thing that you can do for yourself if you ha- are trying to get into playing music in one capacity or another. And it's no guarantee of success. It's no guarantee that like you're going to be amazing. It's no guarantee that you're going to be a star. It's no, no guarantee it's that you're going to be a gig. You go but, every, but that shouldn't a... be why you do it. You know, The point exactly. is to be like, I have some stuff I want to play. I want to see if people give a shit about it. I want to see if I can hold it together while people are staring at me. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's the other you thing. Know? Like a lot of people when they're coming up uh, and we can talk about comedians or musicians or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. there, there are a lot of people that will bounce from open mic to open mic. Totally. And no one, no one really like a lot of showgoers will do that, but you'll never see a performer. Like, like I'm going to do, I'm going to do Iota at five. I'm going to do Iota at seven and then I'm going to fucking get on the road. I'm going to go out to Vienna. Right. You know, yeah. and then I'm going to go to fucking Fairfax and yeah. then I'm gonna, you know, just totally. go from place to place to place to place. Yeah. Totally. You know, you know, and that, that doesn't happen. Like I, I've never, I've never played a show like, Hey, I'm playing to the black cat. But then as soon as my set's over, I'm going to go going, to this club right. and see this. No, I stick around at the club and drink my, my drink right. and t- see the other bands and then right. don't get paid and leave. Right. Like, exactly. That's, that's what I do. Cause there's no money. Right. <laughs> Uh, we're poor Um, but but uh, (laughs) fuck yeah Yeah. but yeah that's that's the thing on on that note uh, James thank you for coming down Uh, Derek thank you for coming down and last time I said that you're always welcome and like you know you have an opening but yeah, you and Ben uh, Adam thank you for uh, suggesting we do this the open mic deal yeah so I figured is, it would be an interesting conversation Adam uh, so I think yeah. next time we, we have an open mic discussion we should actually have an open mic discussion like we should just in, invite anyone you to sign up Sign up and come and play. Sign up and come and Can we do yes. open mic podcast? That's that coming. Oh, oh, that's coming shit. next year. But, but did I just, did I just like, you may just blow my mind. Yeah, shit. but let's be careful about turning that shit into American Idol. I'm not trying to be like, well, that was terrible. Hagedorn used to do that shit. I've, I've seen really? him do it a few times. Yeah, Hagedorn. Where Hagedorn would, go, would go get high and come back and be like, well, that's well, he would man. He would like not adjust the sound. So I, I feel like we have we have a podcast about Hagedorn in, in us <laughs> here. A couple other things. We'll get him here for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's talk to Hagedorn. For this one, that guy's got some stories. I think we gotta wrap it up because I gotta make some dinner and All shit right. for my lady. So yeah. thanks again, guys. All right, thanks, guys. we'll talk you. to you later. Cool. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had it doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way You're I You still do. with us? You make it to the end? Uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed that conversation with uh, Derek, James, and Adam. Uh, thanks to them for coming out. Uh, I was, I've had Derek on a few times, but uh, never met James before. Super cool guy, so uh, please go see him at Gypsy Sally's. Uh, he's, he's helping to book the bands there. Uh, you can see Derek at, uh, all over town, really, uh, but sometimes out at Iota, uh, the, the place we're talking about. Um, like I said up front, that was, that was sort of a, a edited-for-television version of our conversation maybe someday we'll put out the director's cut but uh, I think more uh, likely is that uh, I'll have these guys back and we'll talk about IOTA and we'll talk, share some stories from there because I think everybody including myself uh, has some good stories from that venue that we all know and love uh, here in D.C. and outside of D.C. Um, coming up on the podcast in the next few weeks We've got, uh, I think next week we're going to be talking about Dan Deacon's latest. came out a week or two ago. Uh, Gliss River. Uh, you know, didn't really, uh, haven't been the biggest Dan Deacon fan or follower. Uh, and was just listening to this the other day. And I said, hey, there's something, uh, something neat about this. So uh, why don't we, maybe we'll talk about it. So I think we're going to do that. Uh, I think then we're going to do a, a remote podcast, actually, from uh, Above the Bayou. Uh, if you know what that is, we're not going to tell you what or where, but... Uh, Quinn knows what that is, so uh, we'll be we'll be at above the bayou with Quinn, and uh, we'll be talking about the new pile record uh, that's coming out soon. Uh, if you haven't heard it, which I think it's streaming on Stereo Gum at this point or something like that, uh, 
Yeah. Some 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 nice fine loud rock and roll. So we'll be talking about that, and then finally uh, we're going to be talking about in I think two to three weeks, uh, Modest Mouse's new album is coming out. Uh, so if you enjoyed hearing me and Paul uh, argue on the Sleep of Kenny podcast, you can look more, to, more forward to more of that uh, because uh, you know we have different. Uh, differing opinions on on Modest Mouse and their music and stuff. So uh, that's all coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, once again, thank you guys for listening to Chunky Glasses the podcast. If you like us and you know want to let us know, uh, you can either send us an email, which we'll respond to your email and say, "Hey, thanks, dude." Or even better, you could uh, rate us in the iTunes store, uh, where you are likely subscribing to this to this podcast from. Uh, you know, give us a rating. Still don't know what it'll do. But I, I will tell you that one of our goals this year is sort of upgrade the studio here and upgrade our mobile gear. Uh, that's going to take uh, probably some sponsorships, uh, a little money. Uh, not a lot of money. It doesn't take a lot of money to do this stuff, but maybe a little help. Um, and we'd rather not uh, ask you guys for that. So, uh, you know, show people that we, uh, that might help us out, like Sure Mics or, uh, or Three Stars Beer, you know, because we need fuel. Uh, show that show them that people like this and that if we're talking about them uh, that, that their message and their stuff is going to get into people's ears so uh, go ahead and do that if you're feeling like it if not that's fine too okay uh, that's your podcast for this week thank you guys for listening uh, we will talk to you in seven short days you can talk.